Welcome to Jam Session. I'm Juliette Lippman. I'm Amanda Dobbins. It's a somber day for us because last week, Us Weekly was sold. It's the end of an era. Yeah, this is our Us Weekly In Memoriam podcast. Yeah, it's uh, put on some boys to men. It's so hard to say goodbye. We're going to miss it. Oh, is that? Kind I'm of. due into the road. But huh. you know what? Many boys both. to men offerings for you. Listen to both. I yeah. love boys to men. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is so. Let's put this in a little context. Sure. Us Weekly last week was sold to AMI, which is right. a company that owns the National Enquirer, Star, Radar Online, I be- possibly, and I believe also OK Magazine. Yes. Um, now, regular listeners of Jam Session and gossip watchers in general will understand what those three uh, tabloids that I just mentioned have in common, which is that they are not extremely reliable sources Correct. of. Celebrity gossip. Correct. One thing with the National Enquirer is yes. it has broken a few scoops. Sure. But I not mean, in a long time. Sure. You know, they did get the John Edwards thing. The National Enquirer. Monica Oh, that's correct. Um, the they National Enquirer. OJ scoops as well. Can get things right. But, you know, maybe Star. Like, a broken clock is right twice a day. Sure. And I think that could even be true for a Star or whatever. But um, the way that those particular magazines treat uh, the gossip industry and reporting is very different and you know we've done like the trustworthy yes. scale before of uh which sources you can actually believe in and none of those magazines are on it right um so we don't know what's going to happen to us weekly yeah um we, there was a report that they are forcing all of the staffers to re-interview for their jobs which is not are like, you serious yeah which is not the kindest Ugh. yeah it's not like an auspicious beginning to their time with no. ami um, wow, that's rough. I feel for them. Yeah, I do too. I really feel for them because you and I love Us Weekly, yeah. and we have always found it like kind of the gold standard for totally. When I was like in ninth and tenth grade, my mom and I subscribed to People Us uh, and Star. Yeah, that's that's a lot. <laughs> I I subscribed to Us Weekly for a long time. Yeah. I have stopped buying it recently for uh, editorial decisions that they made even before they were sold to AMI. Yeah, um, same. But this is kind of. This is the nail. I don't want to say it's the nail in the coffin. We don't know what will happen, but it is like I feel like in twenty years in the history books, this will be the ending of the yeah, S Weekly era, totally, which had been fading for a bit. So I think we want to pay a brief tribute. Yeah, absolutely. To Us Weekly, which basically humanized celebrities. Stars, yeah. they are just like us. Who doesn't make the stars there just like us joke on Slack all the time? I certainly do. Yeah, and I think that we sort of we make a joke of it a lot, and it's a very funny joke, but. That was a pretty significant shift in the way that celebrities were covered and totally. that we talked about celebrities. Even the desire to see celebrities as just like us is different, right? Like, the reason they're celebrities is because they're, like, and like live a rarefied life. Exactly. And so, like, the choice to try to humanize them, as you said, or make them just seem more regular um, and was fact, significant. And the fact that we want celebrities to be relatable, which yeah. seems, like, duh, obvious now. And, you know, everyone wants to be like Jennifer Lawrence now mm-hmm. because she burps and she is just like us. But we forget that um, that's a pretty relatively new phenomenon yeah. in terms of what we expect from famous right. people. And, like, every celebrity profile that goes, like, viral now mm-hmm. is basically because it has, like, some kind of, like, moment of humanity in it that you weren't expecting, but maybe you should at this point, basically. Exactly. Um yeah, and that's so stars. They're just like us. The uh, was started by Us Weekly in like 2002. Yeah, so that's really pretty new. Um, that was Bonnie Fuller, and then they kind of changed the whole industry of how we read tabloids. Yeah, and I, I learned um, on, from this interview that you're about yeah. to hear that they made up Benifer, as in Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, which is like also the whole like name portmanteau phase is like that's never going away. Yeah, I mean it's like. 
part of the it's like not just part of the celebrity lexicon it's like you know in its own section wouldn't even be alphabetized it'd be like in the foreword of, of the celebrity dictionary that's very true celebrity culture dictionary that's very true and then I think they also you know they're they did a lot of good things they did some questionable things the reason that we have the paparazzi culture that we have now is in large part because of the arms race between sure. people and us weekly in the mid 2000s totally. and that yielded some positive things and some some negative things i would also posit that us forced people to change people used to be a little bit more um closer to life magazine in terms of like trying to like you know be a little bit more um political sometimes or like if you had a story like a if you had like a tell-all that you wanted to get ahead of you would go to people with that story but it was like a little bit more serious like in in its earlier iterations and i think when people and us sort of like started competing it's sort of because us was doing really well that that's that's my theory although i would need to do a little bit more research to truly stand by it but they weren't always like kind of a one-to-one I, I think that's very true. I'm going to honestly, I'm reading something um, from a 2006 Variety article, which oh, is great. Janice Men, who is the former uh, Us Weekly editor-in-chief. I should be honest, really, this is like on the Wikipedia page, but it, I, <laughs> it's important to know your sources. So the original source is Variety. Um, and she's kind of talking about that moment when people in Us Weekly were kind of really fighting against other, each other. Um and it was she claims that it was people who actually jacked up the p- price of a celebrity paparazzi mm. photo because they bought photographs of Jennifer Lopez reading Us Weekly oh, so that hilarious. Us Weekly couldn't use the photos of JLo reading that's their amazing. magazine. So yeah, they, it really was like a you know, a death match for a while between the two and they got probably a little more stupid and in, more or more invasive than was always wise, possibly. And then there is the fact that suddenly all of the reality stars were on the cover of Us Weekly. And I think think Us Weekly probably is responsible for the Kardashians as well, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think a huge part of it. And also um, the mainstreaming of The Bachelor from like a fringe weird show. Absolutely. To making it something that, um, you know, a lot of women in their 30s who have you know, a lot of education are really interested in. Yes. Um, actually, Jen, Janice Min did like a BuzzFeed list of sort of like facts about The Bachelor. Right. Everybody, sorry, about Us Weekly. And one of them is that their demographic was um, 32-year-old women who are, have been to college and that they were like, they put The Bachelor on the cover for the first time in like 2005. And like those things go hand in hand. Yeah. It's kind of, it's, it's pretty fascinating. It's, it, the effect of Us Weekly, like, will definitely be the subject of many yeah, dissertations. Absolutely. And you can also sort of chart, you know, like I said, this is kind of the official end of the era, but I think it kind of had been tapering off in, it was not the only gossip stronghold. It's not mm-hmm. the only gossip stronghold anymore. You obviously have TMZ and also yeah. kind of celebrities using they're just like us on social media and they're kind of obviating the need for a gossip magazine yeah. um, as it used to exist, which is probably why Janice Mid retweeted the news. It was sold Us Weekly was sold for a hundred million dollars. Janice Mid <laughs> treated it with once worth six hundred million less than ten years ago, aka when she was the right. editor in chief RIP. <laughs> She's an amazing performance from her in the last couple, the last couple of yeah, days. Yeah, I really suggest that you seek out the um, 25 things you didn't know about Us Weekly. Uh, it's incredible. On BuzzFeed. Uh, there's a number 26 that is really quite quite a statement. Don't reveal what it is. Okay, I won't. I'm Let's not going to kick it. some clicks. Yeah, uh, they deserve this one. But um, I will say also, like, 
to her credit, the way that it's like like the the way the list, the flow of the list, and now that number twenty six hammer is excellent. Yeah. Listen, I mean, Us Weekly was a celebrity tabloid, and it like and so much made more. its money on like photos of people eating ice cream while like seagulls <laughs> attacked them. I understand that it's stupid, but. They did what they did as well as anyone. Like, the execution was perfect and smart, and these were people yeah. who understood what they were doing. And that is the difference between Us Weekly and Star and OK and In even Touch. Pe- even people's events. Even, like, even people. Yeah. They were very, very smart about it. Absolutely. And that's what we responded to, and I will miss it. Totally. And that is a perfect segue into our guest, yes, Lara Cohen, who was one of the smart people who used to work there. She was. She started as a reporter and uh, worked there for over a decade. And uh, was an editorial director when she left. And she is going to tell us about chasing Benefer up and down the East Coast. Let's hit it. And so now we are joined with Lara Cohen, a former editorial director for Us Weekly. Lara, thank you. Oh, I'm so honored to join. So, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of Todd. <laughs> Thank you. First you're, time, long time. Yeah. <laughs> you're very kind. So you worked at Us Weekly for a decade. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. A little bit over a decade. Yes. I started there as a reporter chasing um, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez up and down the East Coast as they filmed Geely. That's amazing. And then when I left. Okay, wait, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Let's just stop right there. Let's start with that. So that okay. was like 2002? That was 2002-3, something like that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Can you explain what chasing Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez up and down the East Coast while they're making Geely entails? Like, what does, what does a Us Weekly reporter do? Or a year, okay, so a decade ago. A decade, yeah, more than a decade, like 15 years ago at this point. So at that time, it was like still, it was early days, it was like the Bonnie Fuller regime there, and mm-hmm. it was sort of before the, the whole news team had been built out. So it was like me and this one other dude were like the only two reporters, or maybe like there were like three reporters on staff. So um, when Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez had started you know, there were rumors of them getting together. And I think this guy, Michael Lewittis, um, who is now Gossip Cop, you know that, oh, yeah. that guy on the internet? Yes. Totally. He was running the hot stuff column at that point, and I think he broke that story. And so, yeah, I, uh, when I chased them up and down the East Coast, meant, like, I would, like, stand on the side of, like, their film set in Philadelphia and try to, like, get color for the stories, like, if they were, like, making out or, like, he would go into her trailer. I was just, like, taking copious amounts of notes. Can I ask a follow-up question? Yes. Were they just, like, (laughs) making out in between takes on set? Yes, totally. (laughs) The best best Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck story was... The one time they went to um, Atlantic City, you know, because Ben was, like, super into gambling. Yes. And so was J-Lo's mom, Guadalupe Lopez. Mm. And I remember one time I dragged my poor husband at the time to Atlantic City to watch them gamble. And they were, like, sitting at, like, some high roller table. And I was, like, sitting at a slot machine just, like, peeping on them oh <laughs> for, God. like, seven hours. Just, just watching, just getting every last detail. Was but it, um, was yeah. it easy to get close to the set, or like was it like closed off? It was pretty easy back then because that was sort of before the whole paparazzi explosion. Uh-huh. So I think that 
I think that those sets became um, more closed and hard to get to, but this was sort of early days for all that. So, um, yeah, I just, I just like hung around. <laughs> I just like, like, I was sort of like one of those like weird autograph people, except I wasn't an <laughs> autograph people. I was an weekly reporter. <laughs> so, it was my job. So can you talk a little bit about that transition from to the paparazzi phase of Us Weekly and kind of Us Weekly becoming the main tabloid and kind of changing the way that we consume celebrity news because you were kind of in the rooms, I think, as that was happening. Yeah, I think that um, there were sort of like these big fundamental periods in the Us Weekly history. Like, I think the first real big one was ben- was Benefer. Um right a term in which I think I may be coined, which is like, you'll, they'll write that on my, to- my that, tombstone. I think I did. That's a huge deal. Benifer. That's the first line of your obituary, <laughs> and you should be proud of that. That's incredible. I know. I know. It's like pretty much I peaked, you know, at like whatever years old I was when that happened. It was like an accident. But then someone else in my office did Brangelina. But, you know, it, was, it started the phenomenon. Sure, um, the portmanteau. Right, right. Um, so... Um, so, uh, yeah, so, the, so that was the first period. And I think at that time it was just us weekly and people and, but people were just riveted by that story. And I think that, um, out of that people started, you know, their, the photographers that were covering them, you know, it was just like low hanging fruit and more people jumped on that story and, and, and it got bigger. And then, um, as you go into the Brad and Angelina, Brad and Jen breakup period, um, that's when things sort of blew up and got even bigger. And that's when, you know, there were all these competing paparazzi agencies and that really started, um, that, that moment. And that led to Brittany and her like head shave meltdown. That was another big, that was like, you know, that was another huge period for us. I have a question about Um, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, James Mann just did like a BuzzFeed post about sort of a couple of like highlights from her time at us. And one of them was that the second reporter to show up at the scene for Britney Spears with when she shaved her head was an Us Weekly reporter like right behind CNN. And like back then, yeah. not, not that it was so long ago, but it was definitely a different time. Like, how do you get that tip? And then how do you like, how did you d- dispatch someone so quickly? Because now it would like obviously be like, or not so obviously, but I assume it would have to do with like someone randomly taking a picture on Twitter and then it's just like kind of circulating from there. But like, how do you get that tip? And then how do you get someone there right away? I think at that point with Brittany, the paparazzi were like all over that story. Uh, And I think that like they were, you know, I think we probably got word from that. Was that, where did she shave her head? It wasn't a gas station. We got it. No, it wasn't a oh, guess. Was I think it was like right. at like a weird barber shop, right? I'm thinking about the picture. Oh, um, and she's sitting in the chair. A, yeah, I think we got a tip from someone inside the barber shop, actually. You're um, right. It was like a salon. It was like a weird salon. Yeah. Yeah. There's like nail polish um, in the background. But that was a picture. crazy time. That was a crazy time. I remember like getting a call in the middle of the night from my editor at the time that like that was when when Brittany like locked herself in the house you know she was like yeah. locked in the bathroom and like the police came and they had to put her into a 5150 hole that was a sad story that was like you know there was I mean that was a, a really great crazy story but that was that was a that was a darker moment for the S Weekly what was like the but, biggest um, conundrum you faced like biggest like huh what do we do here um I think 
like for myself personally or for the magazine like I think that um for the magazine I think that we always for the magazine I think we tried to like we tried to really walk a fine line between um keeping it light and like not like I don't think anyone ever there like want to ever destroy anyone's life you know and I think that's like people took their reporting super seriously there and we treated it you know in the way that like any reporter would treat any beat like I'm, I'm really proud actually yeah. of like the reporting that came out there um but we also held back on a lot of things because you know these were like real people with real lives even though they felt like cartoon characters sometimes right. so I think like always walking that line between like breaking news that was meaningful and that readers wanted with also sort of like not crossing into like a darker like more you know like star inquirer super invasive way totally you know yeah I have a follow-up question about that which is did the celebrity's relationship to you change at all over the years um as celebrities kind of for instance Benefer they did a lot of press it seemed like yeah. they were sort of open to the idea of you know this was going to be in public and we were at least going to um sell part of this and I'm just curious yeah I mean like J-Lo put yeah. in the Jenny from the Block video you know like Ben like literally like kissing her butt in the Jenny from the Block video <laughs> yeah that. that's yeah. seared into my don't mind don't ever forget about that yes very yeah. important I mean um are there just some celebrities who are more game or did celebrities realize they have to be more game or? Oh, totally. I mean, I think that my whole point at the time, like when people would be critical with me, like if it was like publicists or whatever, be really critical with me. My point would always be like, well, you know, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon came up at literally the same time, you know, and had the exact same level of fame. And yet you've never seen a picture of Matt Damon's kids. Like, right. I think that like, it's a conscious choice in terms of like how you live your life and where you go and sort of like what you choose to put out there. Um, I think that like Ben put a lot out there early that he then later regretted, um, but, um, and, and, and has dialed it back. Um, but I think that, you know, at that time it was like, you know, you can't really complain if you're getting shot by the paparazzi, but you're like sitting at like, you know, at that time, remember like Kitson on Robertson, you know, yeah. like you, there were certain places where the paparazzi like always hung out and you knew that they were going to be. And so like there were sort of zones that you knew that you were going to get covered and, and be, um, and be featured. Um, yeah. Let's talk more about that. But first let's tell you about our sponsors. Listen to this. Have you ever been on a website and thought this seems good, but what if it were a TV show instead? You're in luck. Since 1993, the AV Club has produced some of the best pop culture writing on the web. And now, after 20 years of talking about TV, things are coming full circle for the folks that aid the AV Club. They're getting their own TV show. Hosted by longtime editor John Teddy, the AV Club show is a weekly deep dive that invites everyone, fanatics, and casual observers alike to look closer and laugh more at every corner of pop culture, from TV to movies to music to games and beyond. So get your snack of choice and turn on Fusion TV to catch the AV Club, hosted by John Teddy, Thursdays at 9 Eastern. And be sure to visit fusion.net slash where to watch for details. And we'd also like to thank Simply Safe. Protecting your home should be easy, right? Unfortunately, it usually isn't. Instead, getting home security can often mean countless installation appointments, drilling holes in your walls, and getting locked into contracts that make you wonder if it's even worth it. But your home is worth it. Your family's safety is worth it. And that's why Simply Safe is making it simpler than ever to protect them. With Simply Safe, you can get comprehensive, professionally monitored home security right online. 
Each Simply Safe system is a thoughtfully assembled security arsenal. From entry and motion sensors to a high definition security camera, you'll have everything you need to keep your family safe. And best of all, there are no long-term contracts or hidden fees ever. No wonder CNET called it comprehensive, easy to use protection and named it editor's choice for home security in 2014. Order today and you can be protected by the end of the week. And you can get an exclusive 10% discount when you go to simplysafe.com slash ringer right now and order your Simply Safe system. That's simplysafe.com slash ringer. There's a blind item in Janice Min's uh, BuzzFeed piece about an actress calling the paparazzi to take pictures. And I think I know who it is. You don't have to name names, but how common are is celebrities calling the paparazzi on themselves? Um, way common, and I do know who that is, but I, but I'm, but, but I will never, I will never reveal that. But it's like it. That was a fucked up one. <laughs> I'm not yeah. swearing this podcast, right? That was yeah. a fucked up one. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a super fucked up one. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, I, I think a lot. I mean, I think that that generally speaking, celebrities were far more complicit, and certainly the ma- the machines behind them were far more complicit in that than they ever let on. I mean, like. There were many, many more times that I could ever count where, like, a source close to whoever was their publicist or them themselves. I mean, I think that, like, it was a game and everyone was was in on it to a certain extent, you know? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Can I ask yeah. you, do people try to pitch themselves, like, for, star, for stars like us? Um, yeah. <laughs> Is, are you ever getting emails being like, here's a picture of me eating ice cream or from the publicist? Well, I'll tell you a dirty secret okay, great. about Ooh. that, which hopefully I will not get murdered for telling the secret. But I will say that there are certain brand companies out there who will do like arranged, like phony, just like us is. Oh, interesting. Like, 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 like oh, here's Jennifer Love Hewitt. And this did not happen. I'm not just using her as an example. But, like, you know, Jennifer Love Hewitt loves to do the laundry. And it's, like, you know, like, it'll have been pitched by someone at Tide, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so there were there were those occasional sort of, like, um, favor photos that went in there. And it was usually, like, in a trade for some kind of goss in return for that. Got it. Were you still yeah. there when they started doing What's in My Bag? Yes, it was. Okay, yes. can what's you just give me a percentage on how many what's my in my bags are A, true, <laughs> and B, written actually, or at least as told to by the celebrity in question? Um, I think they're, like, all kind of true-ish. I mean, I think that, like, they all knew. Like, it wasn't like you just, like, we, like, showed up at your house and they were just going to, like, dump their bag out, you know? So they, like, kind of knew... Um, what was going on so maybe you know they all have a lot of purses i don't know they'd like make it right. specific okay um, but um yes those were all accurate those were all accurate okay um so you were there from 2000 when to tell me when you were there i was there gosh i guess 20 like late 2012 to 2013 like when i go to uh i guess like yeah 2012 or 2013 so, yeah, so it was, like, Benifer into Brangelina, and that was, like, I mean, Brangelina, that period lasted for a long time. That was, like, Team Angelina versus Team Jen. I think I think 
when when it finally came out that Brad and Angelina were officially dating, I think we did nine covers oh in a row about that story. Because, um, like, it was just, like, a machine. And then there were there were two staff writers, Joey Bartolomeo and Mara Reinstein, who, like, did a – who crashed a book in, like, two weeks about, like, the Brad and Jen story. But wow. uh, anyway, um, yes, it was very impressive. Um, uh, so into, into Brangelina, into Brittany – and then I think, you know, there's, like, a lot of Bachelor mixed in there mm-hmm. and Teen Mom. And then, obviously, we get to, like, a very heavy Kardashian period. And I think that's when I finally, when I bounced was, like, um, but I, I, I was there for, like, you know, um, Chris Humphrey and Kim and, like, that whole, that whole right. jam. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What was the kind of, what was the biggest change from, from when you started to when you left in terms of? either how people consumed it or just the kinds of stories you guys were telling. Well, it's interesting. Like when we, when we, um, when I started there, it was like, I remember like with the Ben and Jen story, I think we had that story for like a week, like, you know, we went to, we went to close on Monday night and we had that story on like a Tuesday and we were able to like sit on it until the issue, until we closed the issue the following week. Um, I, as obviously like digital rose and then as like Twitter and social media rose later, it became impossible to save anything for the magazine. Like it was just like, you became right. a sort of like 24 hour news breaking machine. Um, so that was like the biggest evolution. And then, you know, I know that, you know, since I've left, like they've really built out the, um, the website and, and they're, they're breaking news, like on the digital side a lot. The team there is really good. You as a person, a professional gossip watcher, who do you think the most famous celebrities in the world are right now? Oh, gosh. That's so interesting. I um, I mean, can you beat the Kardashians? I mean, like, I know, I know that there's, I know, I, I know that there's, there's like mixed, some mixed Kardashian views on this podcast. I listen to you guys, it's so true. I know, I know that this is a great divide between the two of you. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I think that like, I think ultimately the Kardashians sort of changed the game more than anything. I think that, like, you know, uh, Us Weekly changed a lot when stars sort of removed the filter for having to have traditional media to tell their story, you know? Um, Like when they started using, you know, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook to tell their own stories, like nobody did that better than the Kardashians. And they did that not only through their social channels, but like through their own show to the point that like, I don't know, like I'm super pumped to like watch the Kim drama about like the robbery in Paris. As am I. I'm riveted by that. Yes. (laughs) I still think Um, the show did the best version of the the Kanye tape and oh, the there Taylor tape. tape. Yeah, and also you can kind of watch Kim managing Kanye's career from afar, which is fascinating. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the receipts. I, that was like, there are a couple of days like that I've, that uh, since moving on to Us Weekly, on to other, other jobs and another career, like there are certain days when I've been like, damn, it'd be still so fun to be at Us Weekly. And like that Kim... And the receipts with Taylor, that was just, I mean, that was just masterful. I just think that that's, that's the best, it's the best thing I've ever seen. So good. <laughs> and that was probably a super fun story for them to cover there. I mean, it sent Taylor Swift into hiding, basically. Haven't heard much from her mm-hmm. since then. Yeah. It's pretty wild. No. I, was no. also, I also recently yeah. was like, where's Kanye? Like, what's he doing right now? I hope he's taking um, some time. And get, I, I, I hope so, too. And working on 
on his family and sorry on Kardashian life. to ask that question well, they, now. I mean, until recently, Kim. I mean, Kim is now just doing the weird filters on Instagram, yeah. and otherwise is not really around. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just hope that Kanye um, doesn't have that blonde hair and the contacts anymore because I was really not into that look Agreed. at all. Agreed. Um, and let Kanye be Kanye, but like normal Kanye. Yeah, I, would I mean, agree if there is a normal also. Kanye, you yeah. know. <laughs> all right. Um, one final question. Yes. Where is the best place to read gossip in 2017? You know, that's so. Um, that's so interesting because I a little bit feel like I've hung up my hat and I'm not, I'm not as astute a gossip watcher anymore. Um, but you know, I still think that like, I, I'm hoping that whatever happens with us weekly and this next incarnation, they still walk that by line. I mean, you guys have talked a lot about this a lot on the pod. Like people is always the place to go where, you know, everything they're saying is true. Right. But they also like, don't, go there ever yeah um i think with the other magazines you're it's a lot less likely to be true um you know you know who's always good does laney gossip still do yeah. does she still kick it oh, she yeah. was always really good she broke a lot of stuff and she was all she over was, the she was real real she was all over the brangelina divorce which yeah. was great yes 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 oh yeah that was another day mm-hmm. i was like damn i i wish they would like bring me back to like get that i said i said if ben affleck and jennifer lopez like were to get back together which i feel like is not beyond the realm of possibility right yeah like, agreed. i, I, would I don't think it's likely get but said at that doesn't seem likely but doesn't seem impossible <laughs> i know but i mean like would you have predicted her and drake I never. I don't. Still don't believe that one. So it's. I think that there's at least a fifty percent chance that they'll be photographed together, and then sure. everyone will lose their minds and be like, uh, "J Lo and Ben are back together." Ben right. for two point um, Yeah, I mean, like, I will lose my mind, and I will like take a hiatus from whatever I'm doing professionally <laughs> at that moment to come back and like get dead at that because like that is that's that's an important that could be the most important story of our time, you guys. I, I and then I hope it happens just to see how you react. It would be full circle for you. That would be nice. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful, super beautiful. Yeah, but I, I, mean, I hope whatever happens with us now, it's good. But uh, yeah, tip your forties, tip your Chateau Miraval Rosé, okay. um, because I think because like I think that you know, the magazine was important. It like fundamentally changed the way, um, you know, of celebrity entertainment. I think for sure. So. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, yeah. Larry. Thank you so much for yeah, coming on you. to talk to us and for your wisdom Thanks, and, and for your yeah. uh, investigative reporting on Benefer. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Well, I certainly learned a lot. Thank you, Lara. Yes, thank you very much. So, Juliet, here's the one last thing that I want to talk about with us okay. today. Uh, as we have des- discussed before, there is a hierarchy of trusted sources. Sure. And I think that it's time to talk a little bit more about our trusted gossip sources okay. in 2017. Where are you at this? Number one for me is blindgossip.com. Yes. Okay. No, absolutely number one. <laughs> I would agree with that. Um, the thing that's great about it is you kind of like can't be like, no, that was wrong, because since it's blind, they only re- and they only reveal it when it's like 
actually come out. It makes them seem like unassailable. But as soon as there's like three items on the same topic, I'm like, okay, this is true. So that's number one for me. Okay, so you are doing some triangulating with blind gossip. I think this is really important. And we I reiterate this every single time we talk about this. You need to question your own sources. Yeah. You need to be doing some thinking on your own about what you're being told, who's telling it to you, the way that they are telling it to you in gossip as in real fucking news, by the way. Um, But so you are like you're pulling things together. Yeah. On blind gossip. What's number one for you? I got to say TMZ. Oh, yeah. Sure. I mean, they're almost never wrong. The only time that they were wrong was, I mean, Lowen was in the hospital, but, you know, there were some sure. conflicting reports, and that was a very tense moment, and I don't think they totally got that right. But that's the only time that I can think of that they screwed up every single time they're right. And, they, you know, they get the documents. Yeah, that's the thing. They're really good with, like, legal papers. The only yeah. thing is they um, obviously have a deal with Kit with uh, Chris Jenner. Sure. So I um, was, like, kind of sad with some of the Lamar Odom coverage. However, it's not that it was wrong. It just was, like, planted. But that said, they are always correct. That's yeah, true. I mean, as we learned from the interview, sure. much of Us Weekly is planted as well. Yes. Uh, I think that's just they are kind of trading favors. Yeah, absolutely. After there, it gets very murky. Yeah, I'm. you know, I'm going to say, uh, as we learn in college, like, original source, original text, original sources, yeah. if you hear from the celebrity, that's yeah. what you need to do. Page um, six is uh, pretty reliable. Yeah, that's true. That's a pretty narrow... Yeah. Uh, reign of interest, so you can't totally rely on them. Uh, people, people's usually like state-sponsored media. It's yeah, like, it's like like it's like could, it, not necessarily wrong, but like certainly not the full story. Yeah, you can read, but um, read wisely. Yeah, exactly. Those uh, are my main sources: TMZ, Blind Gossip, and Page Six. Yeah, I guess that's right. Sometimes a good Reddit thread can get juicy. You know what I'm going to say? Oh no, they didn't. Oh um, yes, is doing some sort. They're doing like the. Citizens report, mm-hmm. like version of they're just pulling things together, totally. like the Homeland Board. But um, I think the Tabby Gevinson uh, ad sponsored ad uh, apartment yes. saga of last week was actually first uncovered by Oh No They Didn't. Yeah, like, they're really good. That you yeah. know, the moderators of, of Oh No They Didn't just like have incredible um, vision on Instagram. Yes. Like they just, it's like an all-seeing eye of celebrity posts on Instagram. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's how we learned about the um, Connie Britton birthday party lot that we previously That's discussed. True. Okay. That's a great one. Oh, and Lainey Gossip, of course, our friend. Yes, who Lara of course. Too. Lainey knows. Yeah, she does know. Uh, Lainey's breakdown of the of Justin Timberlake's performance at the Oscars was a... Incredible. A triumph. It was incredible. She must, yeah. She really she saw right through him, even though he exactly kept, he was a shine blocker. Also, but she's using analysis yeah. as well as her sources, which is what we should all do. Totally, she's she's really she's a real holdover from the previous era. We're very lucky make, to have her making yeah. it work. Yeah, um, I'm gonna miss you, Us Weekly. Us Weekly, as we know it, at least I will too. It'll be around in name. Yes. Thanks everyone for listening. Yes. Thanks very much. Be smart about your gossip. Yeah. Blindgossip.com. I, I would highly recommend it. <laughs> Have a great week. Thanks, guys. <laughs>